This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. Welcome, nerds. I'm Mark Weber, and you are listening to A Graphic Conversation, the bi-weekly podcast where we read, discuss, and review the best, and hopefully not the worst, in graphic novels. Today I am joined, as I always am, by my good friend and fellow man-child, Ricky Widmer. What's up, what's up? And for this episode here, we have read a fucking huge book. Oh, it's so big. It's Invincible. Ultimate Collection, the hardcover, volume two. Yeah, just thought that it was hardcover, didn't you? Yeah, because it's nice, nice and, and nice hard. When it's when it's nice and hard, solid. Right? Yeah. You can smack someone in the face with yeah. it if you wanted to. Just you smack shouldn't. Smack them in the face. You shouldn't do that, but you could. Now, the the thing I'll say about this, obviously, this was a continuation off of something we had previously read. So there is kind of a bit of prerequisite homework to this one. If I can find it, I'll put it in the description for you guys. So if you don't know anything, let me tell you a little bit about uh, the podcast, and then I'll tell you about Invincible, the Ultimate Collection, the hardcover volume two. So this podcast here, like I said, it's every other week we read, we discuss, we review a different graphic novel. Sometimes they're related to movies. This is one of those times where it's not related to anything. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to read it, and we talk about it. Uh, We have a spoiler-free section, which is right now. We don't get too much into anything because obviously quite a bit of spoilers happen, especially when something is a second version of Mm -hmm. it, you know, a continuation. But we will warn you guys before we start ruining and spoiling everything, and we'll do that. Hopefully you want to read this too and you join us for the discussion. Maybe you've already read it. But if you do not want to read it, you don't care. You just want to be part of the conversation. That is fine as well. Go down to the comment section. Enjoy. You can get at Ricky Widmer, at Ricky Widmer. I am at the Mark Weber or at Most Valuable Pod. You got so many options, guys. So let's do this. The The comic book that we read this time, the graphic novel, Invincible, Ultimate Collection, the hardcover, volume two, is, I just like seeing the title because it's so big. Uh, just like the book? Just like the book. The book is huge. It's like 350 pages. We'll put a picture of it on the uh, Twitter before we, uh, before we leave today. It's so the you guys real can deal. Know when we recorded this. Yeah, so you guys are like, why <laughs> is that right there? I don't understand. I'm very confused. Uh, so let me tell you a little bit about Invincible. So Invincible was made by Robert Kirkman. You might know the guy because he made The Walking Dead. Uh, this is another one that he did. It is his superhero universe that he created, and it follows the teenage superhero uh, who is Invincible. That's his name, Invincible. The son of Omni-Man. Shares the first name of you. Yep. His Mark, name's Mark. Mark Grayson in this one. Uh, he is the son of a great superhero named Omni-Man. Omni-Man. And it just kind of follows his life. It follows what it's like to be a superhero in this world filled mm-hmm. with superheroes. And it's nice because... Robert Kirkman, in this universe, he can do whatever he wants. There's not much I can say about this book without really spoiling things that happened in the last book. So I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to let you, if you are interested in it, you definitely should check it out. Uh, But, Ricky, let me ask you the question. Of course, Mm -hmm. who is this graphic novel for? Who should read it? This is for anybody who likes superhero stories. So if you're a person that's like, you know what, fuck it, Marvel, DC, whatever it is, Batman, Superman, Flash... I just like reading about superheroes. 
this one's for you because it's kind of got a mix of everything, I think, where it's like, to me, it's kind of like it's got that Spider-Man aspect of it where, yeah, um, I almost called him Dick Grayson. Mark Grayson and Adam Eve are go to high school together, kind of like Mary Jane and Spider-Man. But, oh, wait, just imagine if Mary Jane had powers, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's like. The kids have powers. The, like... Sometimes Mary Jane league. does have powers. Sometimes she does. You got to read the. I don't know if we Spider deleted. Island. I think we deleted that episode because it's of not how deleted. It got. It's not deleted. Some people still in the world still have it. One day, one day we will re-release it for you guys. But that one we got can make little, that. You know what? We can make Patreon. it an early Patreon yeah. exclusive. But one day it'll probably be released yeah. to the whole world. That one. That one got raunchy. That one got raunchy really quick. Ricky was afraid of getting fired. Yeah, basically well, is what happened. I was a teacher at the time. Yep, you were afraid of getting fired. Yeah, I I may still get fired if we release that one. I don't know. You might. I don't know. But so it's very cool because yes, there are a lot of uh, references to other superheroes, uh, but. Kirkman really just kind of the thing I like the most about it is he just creates this world that makes sense for superheroes. Like it actually makes you don't sense the way they do it. it at all. No, you really don't. And it all, you know, it all makes sense when they're and he just goes for it. When there's aliens that come into the story, if they go to other dimensions, if they go underwater, you never question it. You know, you always just say, yes, this all makes sense. It and they do works. go underwater in this one. And he does whatever he wants. It, it's great. It's good. You just kind of go in there and you're like, yes, it's an exciting thing. And you can catch those references to other heroes, to other stories. But everyone feels unique in their own way as well. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, we're going to go into spoiler mode pretty quickly. Um, because like I said, you know, this is already a continuation. So there's not much we can talk about early on without it spoiling things that happened in the last book as well. So we're going to jump in pretty quick. Is there anything you want to talk about before we get into spoiler mode, Ricky? No. I, I'm trying to think. No. I'm so going to say no. We're going to do it. We're going to get into spoiler mode. We are going to warn you, of course, and tell you to press pause before we really spoil everything. But if you want to read this, now's your time to do it. It's huge, like I said. But go ahead and do it. We really both recommend that you do. I think we both oh, enjoy it. I love this series. This yeah. is It's this one. Why the Last Man, which we'll be reading later this season, and Morning Glories are my three favorite series that we've read for AGC. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, uh, if you want to read it, go ahead and press pause in just a moment. Not right now. And then come back when you're done and join in the conversation. How many many people do you think already hit pause? I hope none. Like Every single podcast you do this, I think when you say like, okay, hit pause. I just imagine people going, okay, now what? Immediately. Boom. Got it. I think we make this joke every week, but I what love it. What happens next? So press pause. Not yet. Uh, come back and enjoy. All right. Now you can press pause. Spoiler zone. All right. We're here. So this feels one. feels different than I've been here last. It feels it does very it? different. Spoiler mode. It feels like someone's clean, clean spoiler room here. Mm, I hope someone did. <laughs> Gets a little messy. Uh so I, I'm gonna t- well, we're gonna talk about this. I mean, it, it starts right away back into the action mm-hmm. here, uh, but really, what's important? We can skip a little bit of that first fighting scene. Is so invincible. Mark Grayson he comes back to his room and Cecil is there. For those of you who don't know, Cecil is the government dude that works with superheroes. He is there. He's he's basically talking to Mark Grayson. What's gonna happen is these guys are gonna be working together. But really, what's important here? Mark Grayson's mom. 
She's upset. Understandable. Oh, she is so upset. Life is terrible because her husband turns out is the bad guy who Omni-Man. Remember when I said that Omni-Man's a great superhero? Yeah, he's a dick. He's actually the bad guy. And he left. He beat up. He beat the, beat the shit out of his son and got his, got his ass out of there. Out of Earth. Went back home. So his mom is very, very, very upset. Understandably so. Um, but basically here, I mean, it's going to... It comes down to Mark Grayson's getting back into his life. He's back into high school. Uh, he's basically trying to live out these last days. He's got his girlfriend. He's just trying to have this average life. Everybody thinks he got into a bad car accident instead of the fact that his dad beat the shit out of him. Make up work at school. Yeah, it's always a fun thing with with Invincible because you do see that side of like, hey, here's the average teenage life. Well, and I mean, to me, this one. Kind of reminded me of Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. for Star Wars because in that Star Wars, Luke fights his father and Darth Vader, and Darth Vader. Uh, spoiler alert: If you haven't seen Star Wars and want to, you can fast forward like two minutes. But if you Darth, haven't seen Star Wars yeah, yet. Darth Vader just completely cuts off his hand, and Luke's just hanging there, basically, pretty much head lost. Same thing mm-hmm. that kind of happens to. Invincible, where his dad just beats the shit out of him and leaves. So yeah. to me, I was getting this very Empire Strikes Backy Star Wars vibe from it, and just a how do I live in this world now where I know what my dad is, I know I got beat up by my dad, and now I have to be there for my mother too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it kind of goes to the he's got so much on his plate, and that's all going to add up. And that's only, you know, that's a storyline that's only going to continue as he gets more and more added on, uh, especially while he's here in high school. But, you know, it's it's such a huge book, so I don't want to get into every little mm-hmm. thing here. Um, but You what, know what scene I did like from this one? Yeah. The underwater scene. Yeah, that's a good way to go. Where it's, it's just that whole exchange where... Cecil's like, you gotta hang tight, and Mark's like, come on, man, you gotta help me. I don't want to marry this thing. Yeah, so he's forced to marry the, I guess, the princess of the underworld do fish we, monsters. Do we know what their race was called? Underwater fish monsters. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. But his dad was supposed to marry the UWFM underwater fish monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like TMNT, but it doesn't sound as like it doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> that is cool. Easy. They don't have a cool catchy theme song. <laughs> They're fish monsters. UWFM. Da, 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 da. So it kind of works. Eh, kind of in a way. <laughs> so he's got to marry because his dad was supposed to. Now his dad's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's kind of stuck. Yet there's this other fish monster that's like, man, I would love to marry her. And Mark's I'd love like, to do that. Mark's master plan is, wait a second. How about if you emasculate me and then you can be the ma- yeah, alpha male? Exactly. And it, it's funny, too, because it's just kind of. This is just one of those lighthearted things where it takes you into a whole other area. It lets you see a whole other part of this world. Uh, it lets you know that there's so much stuff going on here mm-hmm. uh, while just keeping it fun and entertained. But doesn't feel like filler. That's the thing I like a lot about Invincible. Uh, we've read some comics from other superheroes where there's a lot of filler that is there. None of this really feels like it's wasted, even though it might not be really progressing the storyline. Well- I mean, I even get that from Kirkman's Walking Dead graphic novel, where mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like there's a lot of filler in that. Now, the TV show's different. 
The TV show, they have an entire season two of filler. an entire season two of filler, but the actual graphic novel gets to things pretty quickly. Like, there's no layover with it. So I I want to imagine when Kirkman actually writes comics, there's no fillers with whatever he does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it really just kind of, you know, they're, they're, it is kind of just a little bit of a comic relief in mm-hmm. a way, but it feels good. It, you know, and and it kind of gives you a little bit more of Mark Grayson's character of always helping people out, yeah, wanting what's best for them. Well, plus he didn't want to marry the fish monster because who wants to marry a fish monster? But it also shows you here when uh, when Adam Eve is talking in this same issue here with good friend William of of Mark's here, and those two are dating. In case anybody didn't know that, even though really it's obvious that Adam Eve and Mark Grayson should be together. Uh, but it shows that he's going to want what's best for them. But I just like that little scene where his friend William doesn't know that she's Adam Eve, even though it's super obvious. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even wear a mask. Uh, and he's like, wait, so you can fly? <laughs> and then she flies him around. Because honestly, if, well, you, how would you if you knew feel, someone how was would a superhero, you feel? you'd do the same thing, right? How would you feel if you weren't a superhero, but your girlfriend was a superhero? Well, I can ask you because... How would you feel if your fiance was a mm-hmm. superhero? I'd be bummed out. I'd want to be the superhero. How cool would that be? I want to fly around. I want to fight people. I want to laser you, eyes. You got you got to take it that way, Mark. Huh? The the, the man has to be the uh, superhero. Of the house. I just want to be, be the woman. superhero. Can't be the woman. Huh? I just want to do it. If I was man <laughs> or woman, I'd be like, nope. I want to do it. I want to be the one with the superhero powers. But if you weren't, would you have her fly you around? Probably. I would. I, I'd be like, you know what? I'm never walking anywhere again. Yeah, I don't You're going to fly me to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so something interesting that happens in in this in this graphic novel, we went to we went to underwater fish land. We go to alternate universes. We go to Mars. It's just kind of We also go to different dimensions in this one. Yeah, exactly. Kirkman is very much not afraid to go all over and go mm-hmm. to different places, and that's nice. They they do that right away too. Where I mean, we are we already knew that Mark was part of a alien race, mm-hmm. you know, half alien race, half human. So we know about that already. Well, that's because his dad was the alien side, and his mom's the human side, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it has that Superman feel to it. But very early on, they're like, "Hey, there are robots. There are other dimensions." They're aliens. He brings these things in so early on. So where when we get to it's kind of like common knowledge. Yes. When we get to issue 40, we don't feel like it's a reach when they go to a different universe Mm -hmm. all of a sudden. You know, that doesn't feel weird. That doesn't feel strange. It's brought in and it's introduced in the first 20 some Mm -hmm. issues. And that's great. That's a good way to do it. It makes me feel it makes me feel comfortable with them taking those reaches. And once they start doing those things, it definitely never feels weird when they continue doing them. So something else that I I want to skip ahead to, um, there is some importance with, I can't remember the one character's name who's the scientist who he's working with the clones and they're going to the different dimensions to bring together all of that same guy. Yeah. That version of him together. Um, first of all, I love the clone villains. And this is the a guy, twins. this is the guy in the graphic novel who can hop between dimensions. Yes, exactly. But he can only hop between, like, he has to actually, it's cool because he actually has to, like, put X's on rocks mm-hmm. because he can, he'll jump to a dimension and it'll be that same spot and you don't know how it's going to look in that next dimension. Exactly. So it gives you so much cool potential for all these different things that you can see. 
Uh, and I, I like the the extra dimension thing. It's kind of fun, you know. It's when we talk about uh, you know parallel universes mm-hmm. and, and graphic novels that do that, comics that do that. It's always just fun to see like alternate universe and alternate story. Unless it's Superman Red Sun, mm-hmm. it's a lot less fun then, uh, <laughs> and a lot more frustrating. Well, when I think Ultimate Universes, I like Flashpoint better than Red Sun. Most people, probably I like should. seeing Batman as Bat Dad rather than Russian Bat Batman. Dad. Well, that's what it is. I mean. If you haven't seen Flashpoint or read Flashpoint, I'm sorry I spoiled it for you, but yeah, it's uh, his dad, so it's Bat Dad. Yeah. So I want to skip forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I want to the host. I want to skip it. over to uh, to Invincible Mark. He's graduating high school. That's a big important thing because I was surprised the first time I read this where it was like, oh, he's out of high school now. He's going to college. How is everything gonna change? Mm-hmm. And, and once he does this. See, and that's the thing. If you're a superhero, would, wouldn't it be like, you know what? I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to fight crime. You would think. I'm going to fight crime full time. Fuck, fuck going to college where I'm fucking invincible, man. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it comes to the point where, well, how do I pay for stuff? But you're a superhero. The but, government pays yeah, for this, it. Unless this, you're Batman, you have it yourself. In Trust this world... It's established that you can be a superhero that works for the government, mm-hmm. and that's your job. And because of his, you know, his dad's his issues with his dad, his daddy issues, uh, Cecil's already set it up to where his mom is just going to get infinite amounts of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, his dad's little day job, in quotes, was he was a writer, and they just made up books and they just made them bestsellers. They just kind of. You know, doctored that, so he had, he was rich as hell from because his publicist stuff. was the chick that was married to the general. I think is his superhero name. I think so. Yeah, the general that sounds about right. Yeah. Um. So I mean, it's kind of a whatever type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it is funny here so far in this story right now. Uh, Amber, who is the girlfriend of of Invincible, doesn't know he's a superhero, not just yet. And I love that scene where he where she's talking to William, she's talking to Adam Eve, mm-hmm. uh, and. I think I think he's cheating on me. I think there's oh, something up. Oh, that was up. great. Like something wrong And then he'd come here. in and he'd be like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, shit, I got to leave. And it's just, and it's yeah. like, that is Spider-Man Mary Jane. And exactly. It's like Mary Jane thinks, what's going on with Spider-Man? What's going on with Peter? And it's like, bitch, you don't know. He, he fucking invincible, man. Mm-hmm. He's a superhero. Which I do like that they go, they don't waste a ton of time with that either. They eventually, she figures it out because mm-hmm. he tells her. Um, and well, she's, I mean, that's. She loves it. It was the good part of it where at least she didn't like, I don't know how it would have been if she found out differently. Like, oh, you're invincible. And maybe she would have been angry at it mm-hmm. that he didn't tell her. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think that's a, it's a hard situation. His mom doesn't want him to tell her because he's like, yo, you probably can't trust her. You, at least you don't know. It's a, just a high school relationship. You don't know how this is going to go. What mm-hmm. happens if, you know, who knows what will happen? Someone could use hey, this maybe when he does break up. Maybe she could become the arch, arch nemesis. Or maybe, you know, she can be kind of, especially if you break up with her in a bad way, someone could take advantage of that and be like, hey, you hate that guy? Yeah, tell me who he is. Uh, you know, tell me where I can find him. Let's skip ahead. Let's skip past Mars. Because mm-hmm. we don't we don't really need to deal with Mars. It's just more of all you know different scenes, different things in yeah. different worlds. Um, I love the scene where Adam Eve is saying, "I'm quitting. I'm done. I do not want to be a superhero anymore. I'm gonna do something good with my life." Basically, whatever the fuck she wants, because that's what she can do. Yeah, because Adam Eve has the coolest superpower ever. 
Her superhero, uh, her superpower is I can do whatever I want. Oh, I can just make things. Oh, that's a phone case. Boom! Now it's a piece of bread. Yeah, and that's what she wants to do. She wants to go basically end world hunger and stuff, mm-hmm. and just be like, "All right, this piece of dirt right here, you know, that's not a piece of dirt. That's an apple. Here's an apple. Eat an apple." She's gonna go do some good things. Um, she goes basically to to end world hunger, and it's kind of a kind of a shame because you mm-hmm. you're reading this and you really it's want like, how these two to end Mark up together. Gonna, yeah, how are her and Mark gonna be together? And she's gone. She's gone, so it's not going to happen. It bums me out. I can't wait for... That's the one thing where I really want to read volume three now, because it's like, is she really gone? You've kind of figured is she's she got to come back really at some point. really gone? That's the thing. Because it's like these characters, the ones in comics that have that polarizing relationship, where it's kind of like magnets and they're drawn together, when one leaves, they're never really gone. It's kind of yeah. like that 70s show, where I know that later on, I mean, Eric was really gone because the guy who played him was no longer on the show. So they always had to reference him one way, but it was always him and Donna were going to be together or had that kind of polarizing to where one couldn't be without the other. That's how this is. Adam Eve can't be without Mark. Yeah, exactly. She's got to come back. You know, it's going to have to happen at some point. Um, So really going forward, I mean, like I said, Mark is going to tell Amber he does. I love that there's a little, a little in the hardcover at least, there's a little thing for, for Alan the alien, who's, mm-hmm. a, who's a great little guy. He's fun. If you don't remember him, he's the one that Mark had to go fight. Yeah. And then he he's fights the pink him. One. Yeah. And then everybody, real, or then Alan realizes, oh shit, I'm at the wrong planet. <laughs> Wait, I got to go back and double check. I'll be back. And you find out his, his story that he has is kind of a bummer. You know, it's kind of sad for him. He's the one that, oh, I'm trying to think from issue one. He's the one that has to go around and destroy planet. Like, they basically tell him this planet is getting too powerful. No, for him, he's basically, he's testing the superhero that defends okay, the planet, basically. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's a little, it's a little different than that. Um, but, you know, going forward with this, it's just kind of... I don't know. I, I I don't want to go too much into everything because, like I said, it's it's such a damn mm. huge book, uh, and we could spend hours doing it. But there's there's more just kind of going through his life. There's more seeing him do different things. I love that the um, that this graphic novel, the Ultimate Edition, has these origin stories. In I was it. just gonna bring that up. Like at the end with Adam Eve, how you can see her as a mm-hmm. kid, see her be born. You can see a little bit for the Immortal. You see a little bit more for Duplicate. Uh, it's very cool. Duplicate has a very cool kind of kind of story here too, where it the art style is so different. It's almost it looks a lot more realistic mm-hmm. to it. So it's definitely a cool little change in that case. Um, without being too realistic, Adam Eve yeah. is in there too. It's all there, Adam Eve. You can kind of see the first time she discovers, hey, this uh, this soccer ball is now a baseball bat. And it shows a little bit of that. It's just fun that you get some of that early on, especially if you're reading this for the first time. You get to know these characters just mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, so with that being said, I hope that you guys did go ahead and read uh, Invincible. If you want to talk about it more, you definitely should get at us in the comment section or at the Mark Weber, at Ricky Widmer, or at Most Valuable Pod. 
We didn't want to go too far in because it's such a damn huge book. You didn't ask me my most, the most we're gonna important part. We're going to get there. Okay. We're okay. going to get there, my friend. I, I thought you were kind of going into uh, we're the not wrapping it ending, up yet. and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a second, man. Wait a second. So I was concerned. I do hope that you guys, you guys would go and read it because I definitely am a big fan of Invincible. I just love the world that, that he sets up, that he establishes. And I just like the way that it feels very real, not only in the fact of like it's a, you know, you can understand the way this lives and breathes, but it makes sense how these superheroes could actually exist. And that's always a kind of a gripe that people have with superheroes. When somebody tells me, hey, I think these superhero stories are cool, but I just I just can't suspend my disbelief that much. I point them to Invincible. I think it's a little bit more... It establishes the world a little bit better. But, Ricky, I will get to your favorite question now. Cool. What are you going to rate this graphic novel? I'll give it a solid four. This one had a solid, like, I love these I love these Invincible books. I mean, they have a solid story. The one thing that we didn't really talk about that was my favorite scene of the entire book is where Invincible meets this guy. He can kind of turn himself into stone. He kind of... It, it seems like, okay, Invincible's going to bring him onto the good side and he's going to be able to work with the heroes. But then what happens is this guy really just uses Invincible to take down the crime boss that he worked for so that he could take over. Yeah. And that was like a, it had a little mafia kind of spin to it. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more cool potential with that. Yeah. Also shows that Mark's a little naive still. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a little still naive. And is that going to be an issue later on? Mm-hmm. Only time will tell. No, but I'd give it a solid four out of five. How about you? Yeah, I mean, the the first one, I think, is pretty pretty close to perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great the way it establishes everything. The second one's never as good as the first. No, no. It takes a little bit step back. It kind of sets things up, and it's setting up Mark's life a little bit more. It's giving him more... And purpose it's showing you different things that and can you're happen really dealing with okay how's not having his dad they're affecting him and his mom yes exactly and especially as his mom then is lonely because the dad's gone and now mm-hmm. mark is gone now he's out at college mm-hmm. so what's going to happen next there's definitely the way like you said the second one's never as good as the first the third one usually takes quite a big of uh, quite a big step up Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see one of these days if Invincible like, Volume 3 can do it. Kind of like Star Wars. New Hope is good. Empire takes a step back for me. Return of the Jedi is the best. You would piss off, you've just pissed off a lot of Star Wars fans <laughs> by saying that, I'm sure. I love Return of the Jedi. It's my favorite. People people absolutely love Empire, typically. That is like everyone's favorite. I like Return. That's everyone's favorite. I like Return. Hit a Sarlax, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Boba Fett being completely useless. Yeah. Yeah, and just like, hey, I'm this really cool looking dude. I got eaten by a star. Like, damn it. So let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section or on Twitter at the Mark Weber, at Ricky Widmer, at Most Valuable Pod. I hope I said those enough so that way you don't forget them. And I will tell you what we are going to read next week. Next week, we are going to be reading Ghostbusters Volume 5, The New Ghostbusters. Don't worry, you don't need to read Ghostbusters 1 through 4. You'll be fine. So this one is. Basically, what happens is the original Ghostbusters that we all know and love, well, they're gone. They disappeared. We don't know where the hell they're at. So we got to get some new Ghostbusters out there, some new favorites, some old favorites. We got to get them together so that way they can be the new Ghostbusters 
fight the ghosts, and try and find out what happened to the Ghostbusters that we know and love. If you guys have any graphic novels that you want us to read, let us know down, be- uh, down below. If you like the video, podcast, if you like any of it, share buttons, like buttons, heart buttons, whatever they might be, go ahead and do those things. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash mostvaluablepodcasts. Also go to mostvaluablepodcast.com. Make sure you go check all these things out. There's so many things for you guys. We Seriously, we have so much podcast and video entertainment for you guys. You'll never be bored. I can tell you that much. But we will see you guys next time in two weeks when we read Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.